Hey, it's Matt Bovee from It's Always Game Day in Buffalo. This NFL offseason, we can fit 25 hours in a day, and that's because of podcasts that make you more productive. When you're folding laundry, paying bills, making omelets, or any other tasks that you've got to get done, listen while you work. Do your chores and be entertained all at the same time. It's all about the bills, the news, insight, analysis, and of course, some jokes too, on demand, so it fits into your busy schedule. Follow the It's Always Game Day in Buffalo podcast on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. This is Matt Spiegel, and I can't wait to bring you Season 2 of the PBP, Voices of Baseball. The very best play-by-play voices in the game talk about their craft. It's a job so special that even Joe Buck told us he will probably go back to it. I'm 53, basically 54. I I think it's too early to say nevers at this point in my life. I think at some point I'll get the itch again. Incredible guests sharing great stories from your favorite teams coming this year. Find us on the Odyssey app or wherever you find podcasts. Hey, Bills Mafia, we know there's only one topic every day, all Bills, all the time. And now Matt Bove and Sal Capaccio are going really deep, talking Bills all year long, because it's always game day in Buffalo. All right, Matt, another area where the Bills probably need to at least examine what they want to do is backup quarterback. Kyle Allen is a free agent. Mm -hmm. But again, I'm going to say what I said about running back. I'm not interested in necessarily bringing in anybody that's going to cost any money. And I don't think the bills are, they need to get either Kyle Allen back or someone like Kyle Allen. Who's not going to cost a lot of money. You already have a young guy in Shane Buchel who's been in the league three years, been on two practice squads, bills and chiefs. So he's been with Andy Reid and Patrick Mahomes and Josh Allen. And but he's the young guy. You can keep him on the practice squad and then you go get a veteran. And that could be Kyle Allen. That could be someone else, but it can't be anybody who can spend a lot of money on. Although there are a couple names out there. I know that. Does Mitch Trubisky cost money in this scenario? Is Mitch Trubisky get a big contract? Big is relative here. But so Mitch Trubisky more than Kyle Allen, I think. Okay, I'm okay with that. I, I mean, not like substantially more. I'm not saying double, but I don't know if Mitch Trubisky gets three million dollars. Are you keeping him? Well, are you bringing him back? Because I was. What, what has he done that's given you faith that that like I think he was not good with the Steelers when he played. No, but I still think that he would be better than Kyle Allen would be. I also think his game mirrors Josh's a little. I mean, it's nobody mirrors Josh Allen, but I think he's a little bit more mobile. I think you could keep a little bit of the same playbook with him. I know that you're not ever hoping that you need your backup quarterback, but I feel like the Bills could tread water better with Mitch Trubisky than they could with Kyle Allen. Like if Kyle Allen was put into a game last year, I, I would have had very little faith that they would have won. Um, I think I agree with that. I don't know how much more faith I have in Trubisky, but I did like the fact that he was on the Bills roster and you know he has a little bit of mobility. He was great in that one. Pre- Remember the preseason game he played a few years ago? Was it Chicago yeah. maybe? Is that where he was? Yeah, he was it, was great in that. Return to, it was his return to Chicago. Yes, absolutely right lit it up. I think he was like... <laughs> 85, 90% completion yeah, percentage, yeah. a touchdown. That was, and then the other name that's going to get brought up, and I don't think that this makes Sam Darnold is going to be the other name that gets really brought really? up. I don't know how they could afford because I think Sam Darnold is going to get some actually decent money from somebody. Yeah, you're, the I thing think you're here right is that. the thing here is he's Josh Allen's like best friend. So do you want to go hang out with your best friend for the year? Or do you want to go have a chance at making some money? You know what he made last year? He had five. He made five point seven million dollars as a backup last year. Like the Bills can't pay somebody six million dollars to be a backup. Is it important to you if they get somebody that has more of a like mobility skill set? Because that's not Sam Darnold. It's more Mitch Trubisky. No, but you know no, what I mean. And, and it's not a runner necessarily either. But no, but Sam Darnold's 
is a better player than both of those guys. Right now, so right, but I mean, is it important to you? That, do you think it does it matter to you if the Bills, like if you're the Bills, would you try to find somebody who could be a little closer to the mobile? You're not going to get Josh Allen, of course, but you know somebody mm-hmm. who could move around and be run or because Matt Barkley was not that, and yet he was on no. the practice and he was on the team for a few years. I think that it matters if it's the same like type of caliber of player, but it doesn't matter if it's a next step. Like to me, Sam Darnold is a cut above Mitch Trubisky and Kyle Allen, but Mitch Trubisky and Kyle Allen, if those guys are close, if they're close, then I think it should be somebody who could be mobile or could be at least a little bit more mobile. Cause I think that provides a little bit of not an X factor. That's probably a little bit too strong, but just another thing that a defense would have to worry about. And honestly, there's one other name here that might mm-hmm. sound crazy, but kind of did this against the Bills and led him to success. Tell me if I'm nuts. Would you have any interest in Zach Wilson? Mm, I don't think so. I think it seems like it's too much of a reclamation project. It is, but I mean, he's got actual NFL experience. Yep. He's got a big arm and he is fairly mobile. All those also, things. He, here's what, part of the reason I would say no to that. I think about it even more than that, which is I think if you sign Zach Wilson, there's not like it's not signing Cam Newton, of course, right? But there is a bit of a there's a story there. And do you need your backup quarterback to have a, a story about him? I don't know. You know what I mean? Like, I, I don't think the Bills are interested in that. They need a guy just to come to work that there's no cameras on him and nobody cares about him. He's just who is he? Does he ever need to play? We hope not. You know what I mean? Yeah, well, the thing here is, well, at his current cap hit, it would absolutely never happen. Like, he makes, like, $11 million or something because he's still on his rookie contract. I'm assuming the Jets are going to cut him, and then he's going to just – but how is it really any different than Mitch Trubisky? Mitch Trubisky was the second overall pick and came Mm -hmm. from a team where it didn't work and then went to Buffalo, revitalized his career. I mean, it's almost the exact same thing. It was well, Mitch team. had some moments in Chicago. There were t- there were people who thought that they might actually even try to keep him. No uh, one thought I think, about Zach Wilson. No, but I think that almost plays better into the Bills' possibility of getting him because I mm-hmm. think he has been written off more than Mitch Trubisky. When the Bills signed Mitch Trubisky, I think it shocked people. I don't think Zach Wilson signing as a backup quarterback is going to shock anybody, except my daughter who's crying next well, to wait, me. Is Zach Wilson, how many years have he been in the league now? Three, right? Three, he'd have to yeah. be released. He hasn't. He isn't That's, a free agent. He'd have to be released. No, he's. But they. I mean, those comments from Woody Johnson make it certainly yeah, yeah, sound for like sure. he is getting get released and have to sign a contract elsewhere. I, I, would you be stunned if they were able to get a sixth or seventh round pick for him? Yeah, because then you would have to pay him, and I don't think anybody's paying that, right? No, you don't have to for one year. You could just. He's on his fourth year. Well, well, you're right, though, because it's the fourth year of his number two overall pick status. That's what I mean. So he's getting $11 yeah. million. I don't think yeah, anybody's yeah. trading. Oh. I don't think anybody's trading. His contract is $11 million this year? I think that's his cap hit, yeah. No, that's his cap hit. That's different. That's not The, the new team would not be responsible for that. No, they would be. his base is a million. There you go. Yeah, so there you go. That's all you'd have to pay him. You don't think a team might take a flyer of a sixth or seventh round pick to trade for him to pay him a million dollars? What did Trey Lance get? That that's on me. I screwed up with that. What did Trey Lance yeah. get from the Cowboys when they traded for him? What they give uh, up? Fourth, maybe fifth, somewhere in there. I don't know. If Trey Lance is only worth a fifth round pick, is Zach Wilson worth a sixth? I don't know. It might be for the team. I just think it's. A, I like your idea. Though. I, I I never thought about this. So credit to you because I'm gonna be on the lookout. If this happens, I am throwing all the flowers your way. 
that you I, actually uh, came up with. I, being I apologize to. if I'm a little oh. distracted here. Look okay. at what I'm uh, dealing I with. I know currently. it's amazing. She's I love it. Not happy right now. All right, not happy. All right. Well, Let's we'll wrap it up questions. here with a couple of questions. I got one here yeah, from we... John Brown. Not the. I don't think it's the John Brown wide receiver, but it is a wide receiver type question. He tweets into us at Sal Sports at Matt underscore Bove. With the combine coming up, what do you think your forty time would be? Oh, oh, God. Um, oof. Have you ever been timed in the forty, Matt Bove? Ever? No. No. Um, I've said before, I've got the agility of a wheelbarrow, so I don't think that I would be, you know, doing great in the combine by any stretch. I don't think I'm, I'm slow, but I don't know what's slow. Six and a half seconds. Is that crazy? Yes. Yeah. No, I mean, how old are you? Can I ask? I'm 31. Okay. So you're prime years there. Still you're running around. I could, I can, um, you know, I've I've run a couple like half marathons and stuff, so like distance go. is not the issue. But I I couldn't do like I don't really have any like speed. I have run okay. once though a sub six minute mile once. That was a long time. That's ago. amazing. But, that but is once, just once. I was happy awesome. about that. In high school, I was timed in the forty at a high four six, high four six. Okay. So I would, and I still I play flag football. All that I have not like been in condition sprinting wise the last probably half year to a year somewhere in there but i i do a lot of the agility sprint work when i'm in into it and i'm playing again and i've had this goal and i have to do this somewhere maybe it'll be this year maybe it'll be next year i do have this goal and i'm not kidding my goal is to run my age in the 40 i'm gonna be 51 this year i would have to run a 5-1 i don't think that's attainable right now but i think mm-hmm. as i get to 53 54 i might be able to do it so i think the answer to your question here for me probably high fives for me um, but I don't. What? I do think I determined, and I was really determined. I might be able to get into the low fives. What did uh, like Josh Allen? So Josh Allen ran a four point seven six, four seven six, and like to me, no, I know that when it's broken down, this is nothing to do with you. I think that that's very attainable. I don't see how Josh Allen. I could run within a second of Josh Allen. I, I just don't. So for me, right. like that would mean for the base is beating six seconds, and I don't, yeah, I don't think, think you, I could. If you be, if you were in the fives, that'd be awesome, amazing. Yes, I mean, but that's what I'm saying. Just, I don't think I don't think great, that's possible. Right. So I don't know if I could get even. Like I said, I'm probably thinking way too much about myself, thinking low fives. But I, like I said, I was a I was sub four seven in high school, and I mean it is 25, 30 years later now, but. Uh-huh. You know. Yeah, but you're still know. you're still very athletic and you're still in like very good shape where you could, you know, be able to who knows, maybe the pacemaker would help you now. <laughs> maybe maybe you could like kind of get down to like a Zen moment and then just be able to go and run. All right. Do you have one? Or do you want me to pick out another one here before we go? No, you can pick another one. What's the you know what's funny though? This question makes me think of all of those questions where it's like, if you played an entire NHL season, would you be able to get a goal or like all those things, they always kind of like make me laugh. But the one that has seemed so far-fetched to me is when people suggest that they could hit a home run in any capacity oh ever. That yeah. one is ridiculous. The one that, though, I still think I have a chance of, and people tell me I'm crazy, is the whole Masters thing. Did we talk about that on this podcast? 
starting a hundred yards out. Uh, we, I, I know the question. I don't know if we discussed it. We might have. Go ahead, though. You can, you can. It's like if it you started every hole, if you started every hole a hundred yards from the pin, could you win the Masters? I, I like. I don't. So. I. Don't, I, I Everybody who's like into golf has told me I'm absolutely insane, but I kind of think I would do well. I don't know, like a hundred. You got a wedge in your hands. Like I think I'm hitting most greens, and then what do I? Even if I three putt, I par. Well, okay, but the pro is getting to the green in two, so you know you're going to get. If you first of all, you have to make the green in that shot. They're getting there in two. That's what they do. Yeah, par fours. So uh-huh. you got to make that shot, and then you got to out putt them. Well, I'm not most doing that. I'm not out, I'm not out putting them, but also think you about can, you have to match the putting at least. You gotta have to match the putting to be able to beat them because they're going to get to the green and two while you get in one. Yeah, but I, my thought is that I'm gonna hit more greens than I'm going to miss. Maybe it's marginally, but maybe and maybe I'm delusional, but I'm a pretty good like wedge iron yep, player. That's kind You're of the benefit of my I game. With you. I, I will give you that. So sure. like I think that if I'm hitting more greens than I'm missing. I'm going to two putt more than I four putt. That's what I think. I'm going to two putt more than I four putt. And if I two putt, it's a birdie. If I two putt on a par five, it's an eagle. Like that's the thing. The par threes really aren't an advantage because they're hitting the green and that's that's basically a wash. But the par fives are a huge advantage. I mean, if you stick one, you're tapping in for double eagle. And I know it's Augusta. I know it's hard. It's still golf. The, the way that people talk about Augusta, like it's like the it's still golf. I've played Beth Page. Beth Page is a golf course. It like it's way harder than Augusta. And if I started every hole a hundred yards out of Beth Page, I think people are like, oh yeah, you definitely win the U.S. Open. So I, I don't know. I just that's the one that I always come back to. That I'm like, eh, maybe I'm crazy, but I kind of think I would love to try it. So uh, Augusta National. Give me a call. I'll be there. I'd love to try it. Well, we had a question from John Brown, and let's do another one from Aaron Brown, A-R-R-O-N, two R's. We'll wrap up on this. All right? I like this question. It's funny. I've thought about it, and I have an answer for you, and you can think about I it. Have one, I have one question that I want to ask you, though, when we're done, based off of okay. this. This one is, what is the one thing you would bring from the current Highmark Stadium to the new Highmark? And I thought about it. I'm like, I don't know. I mean, it's 50 years old, but I do have something I would bring. The answer is the radio booth location for games. Okay. Bill's Highmark Stadium right now is one of the best radio broadcast locations in the league. Maybe the only one I would put above it is New England, which is a little bit lower and super easy to get down to the field. That's the part that it's tougher, but it's still very easy for the Bills compared to most stadiums. I am so believe me, it's one or two. The location is amazing. And I believe from what I've read and heard and things like that, the new radio booth location will still be 50 yard line where it is now, but much higher than it is now. I'd like to keep it where it is. Mine is the atmosphere. And I say that because with a new stadium comes new corporate partners and new sponsors, new people who have a bunch of money who come to these games because they have a suite. Can you hear my daughter screaming in the background? She wants that atmosphere too, baby. She she wants that atmosphere. She's she's getting ready. I would say I want the atmosphere to continue because I feel like the atmosphere now is very much like a college vibe. It's very party-oriented. 
And I'm not saying that that's what they want. They want corporate partners that have a bunch of money who are going to pay to have their people in suites there. But I hope right. the atmosphere doesn't take a big hit because a lot of the newer stadiums lose that yep. really like fun vibe of going to a game. I think that's one of the things. The actual stadium now is awful. But the vibe and the atmosphere of a game, I always say, once you get to your seat, you'll have as much fun at a Bills game as you will have in pretty much any other NFL stadium. It's everything before getting to the seat that makes Buffalo a little bit of a tough set. Not the tailgating, but everything else specifically in the stadium. All right, so you have one more question for me. Yeah, this is from Lance. I liked this question a lot. If you had a salary cap hall pass for one free agent this offseason, who would you sign with? This is including all teams. This is no for like the Bills. Like if you could take. Oh, what I mean is like, can I take can I take any free agent off any team? I'm saying. Yes, does it have to be one of my own free agents? No, any free agent from any. Okay, team. I just want to make sure. I mean, because you know, it, um, all right. So I'd I'd have to look at the f- complete free agent list, mm-hmm. but I'm thinking maybe T Higgins. T Higgins was going to be the guy. T Higgins was going to be the guy that I got to. The other one yeah. that I would say would have been. Um, Mike Evans. And the reason I would have said Mike Evans is because I don't think Mike Evans changes your long-term outlook at wide receiver. I think Mm -hmm. you're still using an asset to get a wide receiver. And that's Mm -hmm. why like T Higgins, a young player, if you were signing T Higgins, you're probably not using a first round pick on a wide receiver, which is what Mm -hmm. I still think the bill should be doing. So like for me, it would probably Um, be Mike Evans, but that doesn't change anything. Okay. So I'm going to give you another one that I just looked at and said, wait a minute, I forgot. Antoine Winfield Jr. at safety. I mean, see, solves a lot of my questions. Yeah, but it's a say. I don't know how much do you like. They've had great safety. Here's my thing. No disrespect. They've had great safeties. What has that gotten them? I think you need to build a better team. What it's gotten them is one of the best defenses in the league over the last several years, and they never get beat deep. Still haven't won though. Okay. Like, they have Josh Allen. What has that gotten them? It's the same question. Yeah, I know. But the point is, you need to upgrade from Josh Allen. I don't think that's logical at all to say it that way. No, I think it is logical because I think it's surrounding Josh Allen with the best weapons possible. Brandon Bean, this this is the whole wide receiver podcast. Brandon okay, Bean, that's, no, no, no. I agree with this part of it. I agree with this part. But to say like, well, they've had great safeties. It doesn't matter. It does matter. It helps your team. No, it, they, no, it, it does. What, what happened what last year when they were more. winning because of defense? What was that? What'd you say? Sorry, I didn't hear you. The little one last year they were winning because of defense a lot, because of all the injuries and everything. They were still uh-huh. doing good, and the offense wasn't carrying their weight. I guess what I'm saying is, I think it truly matters who's back there. I you aren't you think this team is going to be as good on defense and have to they won't have to outscore more opponents if they can't like at least get some level of good safety play next year, considering what these safeties have been able to do for them. Are you more confident with the Bills in a big game with Mike Evans or Antoine Winfield Jr.? Hey everyone, this is Brett Boone. Would you know it? I've got a podcast going strong in our fourth year. Tune in as I sit down with my friends, some of the biggest names in sports, media, entertainment, for a lot of fun and in-depth conversations. As you know, baseball's been my life. It's been in the family for a long time, but it's a lot more than that here. It's sort of like taking a ride in a golf cart around a beautiful track. Join me every week for multiple episodes on the Brett Boone Podcast, available on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Uh, Mike Evans, probably. Yeah, and that's kind of my thought, too, is just like I, you need a game change. You need to surround the safety. If they sign Antoine Winfield, 
it's a great addition because he's a really good player. And I'm not saying safety doesn't matter, but for the rest of Josh Allen's career, this should always be about the offense and surrounding the offense with as much talent possible because even the great defenses don't look that great when they go against great offenses. And there were very few times that, like, I know the injuries that they had. I realized that. But for the entire year, the Chiefs looked mortal. And then the Chiefs came in here and moved the ball at will and would have scored 34 points if they didn't fumble it out of the end zone on a great play from a safety, by the way, of Jordan Poyer knocking it out. So it's kind of funny that that's the one that I'm bringing up. What about if I said Josh Allen of the Jags, who's a free agent pending? Hell yeah. That's different. And it has nothing to do with the that's different because of the, yourself. That's different because of the name, not because of the position. I want the team to have both Josh Allen's, okay. just right. so that would be Josh Allen's always. How could you lose if Josh Allen never leaves the That's field? Right. To me, just True. this is my this is my closing point. I don't want to. This isn't a shot at anybody, any other positions. How many? You might have talked about this with Jeremy. How many wide receivers has Brandon been drafted? Do you know the answer to this? Uh, I believe. Two, uh, three, let's see, Ray Ray McLeod, Isaiah Hodgins, Gabe Davis, uh, I can't think, and Justin Shorter, four. Is that it? It's seven. Okay. Who am I missing? Can you get? Can you guess the other one? A little Shakir. Yeah, so five. Um, uh-huh. Yeah, but he hasn't drafted anything before the fourth round. I know that. He's never drafted one on day one or day two. Right. Only right. on day three. The other two that you're missing are 2018. Oh, wait, 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 wait. Prol. So that was the other one in 2018, and then there was one in 2020. 2020. Um, and that wasn't he, Gabe Davis. I said Isaiah Hodges. Or excuse me. Excuse me. 2021. 2021 was the other one. Um, I, I'm just saying name's escaping me right now. Marquez Stevenson. There you go. Yeah. Okay. All right. But the point is, surround your freak athletic Probably future Hall of Fame quarterback with actual wide receiver. Like they have a chance of winning the Chiefs game if they have other players that are available. Agreed. But you don't have to do that in free agency either. No, I know, but that's what I'm saying. You can can probably draft one, right? To circle back to other conversation, it might be easier to get one than a safety uh because I just want to be right about Antoine Winfield. I get what you're saying. That's funny. No, I guess you're not you're not you're not wrong about Uh all the points you brought up. I would say that's more critical. But the question is, if I could have a one hall pass to sign uh-huh. any free agent, I think it's yeah. going to be – it might be a guy where I can solve a lot more of my questions be, of two guys leaving. I have nothing there, nothing right now. I step yeah, on day you- one, I have nothing in mm-hmm. safety. Yeah, it's just every year I, – I know the, the Diggs trade is the outlier here, and that one really, really hit. But every year it feels like the primary thing that they focus on is the defense. Last year was a little different because they have Kincaid and they've get Osiris Torrance. Like that is very clearly the year that they paid attention to the offense. But all of the big free agents bringing back Jordan Poyer for another year, Von Miller getting the huge contract that he got, Leonard Floyd later in the year, Puna Ford. Like it feels like they always go to that side of the ball. And if you're going to have a defensive minded head coach, isn't he supposed to get the most out of that side of the ball, even if he doesn't have the greatest pieces? Like that has always been my thing. I feel yeah. like because the Bills, the Bills are the one team that have the really good defensive-minded head coach. If you're going to do that, you better put so many assets into the offense because that's the side where you're going to need more help. Okay, we could talk about this some other time. We're out of time, but I don't even I don't know. They 
There was they drafted Devin Singletary, Zach Moss. They re-signed John uh-huh. Feliciano, Daryl Williams, Mitch Moore. They have addressed, but John Brown, Cole Beasley. Like going back, they have addressed the offense. Plenty, yeah, but I they draw. Yeah, but those are all people you needed because you needed people. It's not like those were splashes. John Brown is was a good player. Cole Beasley was obviously a really good player when he was he here. Two but those were back to back years on running backs. Yeah, I know, but. You used two second-round picks on A.J. Epinesa and Boogie Basham. Right. My point is I think they've addressed both equally. Yeah. When you take it yeah, all but that's not e- But that's not equal. That's not equal. Second-round picks to third-round picks. And think about the first-round picks. Besides Dalton Kincaid, it's been you Kyrie. Really besides. you got to count. Russo. He counts. He counts. Huh? But he counts. You can't say besides him. The first two picks were offense. No but, no, no, but I'm saying, like, okay, Kincaid is one, but then look at defense. Kyrie Elam. Greg Rousseau, nothing in 2019, and then 2018, they had one of each. That's more on defense. Okay, wait a minute. Wait, 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 wait. Hold on. You're talking about drafting now. I'm talking about addressing it in the offseason. You said addressing yeah. it. There's, there's, there's other ways to acquire players, Matt. No, I know that, but they've used their primary free agent picks, too, on defensive guys. Uh, I, I, yeah, I don't know. Who's, I the think, biggest, I think... who's, the, who's the biggest free agent they've signed? Von Miller. Who's the, who's the second biggest? Probably Leonard Floyd, bringing back Jordan Poyer. I don't know. Can I say Mitch Morris? Yeah, I guess you could. Yeah, that's fair. That's a fair point. That was a long time drafted, ago. Did so. you have a James Cook in the second round? Here, here's my point. This has been something Bills fans have said a long time. They they use so much on defense. I don't think that's the case. I think they've done equally. Now, maybe a little more on defense. We could slant it. That's fine. I'll give you that. Mm-hmm. I don't think they've ignored offense at all. I think they've done it in different ways. Uh-huh. And I think you have to count Daryl Williams and John Feliciano and Connor McGovern last year and Cyrus mm-hmm. o- Osiris Torrance this year. Yeah, I do think they've addressed offense. They actually they spent a first round uh, trade on Stephon Diggs. Yeah, it's not that you have to address both. You have to. It's what right. if you addressed more and what should you address more? And I feel like they have, even if it's close. You probably think it's closer than I think it is, and most people listening to this. But even if it's Pretty close to 50-50. What should you be spending more of your assets on? And I believe it's the offense. I don't think it should be 50-50. I think it should be 65-35 when Josh Allen is your quarterback. Let's take it to this year, though. Here's the issue, though. And I don't disagree with you. But, Matt, this year they have to go defense again for most because all of the offense is returning, except for Gabe Davis. Yeah. No, yeah, but. So so you're also caught by circumstance. Like, Mm -hmm. I know they need receivers. We, We don't disagree on that. But they have to replenish the defense far more this year. Yeah, well, they need defensive tackles and they need safeties. Those are the obvious ones, and they need depth at linebacker or whatever they decide to do behind Terrell Bernard and Matt Milano. But that doesn't mean – like I feel like those can just be got. Like I don't feel any different about the Bills if it's Daquan Jones, two guys that we've never heard of, Taylor Rapp, some other safety that has been in the league who can try and come compete for a job, and then they go all in on the offense. If they go all in on the defense and they roll back with the same wide receivers, but maybe a second round draft pick at wide receiver, I don't feel good about the team. Like, I don't feel good about their chances. I'd feel better about their chances if they go really heavy on offense with their most important signings and draft picks and then fill out the defense with just guys second third fourth round picks but like there's no way they will i would i i think it's different i think in free agency they're way more likely to sign antoine winfield or kyle duggar or like jeremy chin or one of those guys than they are to sign a big name free agent wide receiver 
But I do think in the draft, this is the year that they do that. See what you did to us, Lance? Good question. It got us all fired up. We'll continue this more in the next It's Always Game Day in Buffalo. As Matt uh, tends to Elia, and um, she is fired up about this as well. And I don't know what her answer was to Lance's question, but I think she agreed with you, her dad, which she always probably will. I don't think she will. I, I don't think if, <laughs> if she's going to be anything like her mother, I don't know if we're always going to be in agreement here. All right. So um, thanks a lot to Mike Robbie, our producer. He's been sitting backstage going, holy cow, will you guys please stop? We are right now, Mike. Thank you very much. It's always game day in Buffalo. We'll talk to you next time here on the uh, pod, wherever you pod. And of course, at Sal Sports on the YouTube page.